If we are the only two people in the theater, do not sit right next to me. Hello? You're currently on the phone with KCK. Yep, that's me. Hear ye, hear ye. This is a special announcement from the king. aka me if you go to a movie theater or you know you're searching on the app and you see someone the theater is basically empty there's probably seven people in the whole thing and you choose a seat right next to someone that's already there and shows their seats you um you can go straight to hell (laughs) in my opinion why would anybody ever choose to sit right next to someone they don't know in a completely empty theater. My friend Jackson and I, hi Jackson, went to Madam Web the other night, and I'll give you my opinion on that movie in a minute, um, <clears throat> and we're sitting there, and this guy comes with this entire plate of just random food. So it's like nachos and, and all this stuff, and it's like, you, just the smell alone was like annoying. And he sits down right next to Jackson, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, mm, that sucks. He, he he got the person that sits next to him. Meanwhile, on my side, there was no one there. And then in comes this couple, and guess where they sit? Right next to me. When there are like a hundred empty seats. And I'm like, why? Why would anybody do that? Why would you think, hmm, wow, uh, maybe that, may, I don't know, maybe they thought that those seats were the ones that were the only ones available. But that wouldn't make sense because they chose their seats and they'd be a different color on the app. I don't know. It's just really frustrating. It's so annoying. Don't sit right next to me. At least leave one space in between. I remember, um, (laughs) this was the most bizarre thing ever. And I'm not making this up, I promise you. Uh, I went to see Molly's game. That's the one with Jessica Chastain. And, um, it's about the girl that does the poker ring and like she's like really good at it. it's a true story and she like has russian billionaires that come play poker with her anyway it's a really good movie if you haven't seen it it is literally just me in the theater and the movie's rated r and all of a sudden like the commercials are halfway over and in comes this couple and the and their little kid probably like i don't know seven or something and they sit right next to me I'm the only one in the theater. They sit right next to me at the very back top row. I'm like, what? Why? It just ruined my entire day. But then they started fighting. And I'm like, this is interesting. And the lady literally gets up and punches the guy in the face and grabs the child and is like basically sprinting down the stairs. And the guy just sits there. And I'm like, I... I'm so uncomfortable right now. Like, I am about to, like, throw myself down these flight of stairs because I am so uncomfortable in this moment. And then she comes storming back in because apparently she forgot the car keys. And she starts yelling at him again, and they both get up and leave. And I I wonder... I should have asked for footage of this because they probably record, um, like, security cameras in the theaters. But I'm like, what just happened? This was the most interesting thing I've ever (laughs) been a part of, and I wasn't even a part of it. But basically I was, because they were sitting right next to me. Anyway, 
don't do that. Do not do that. This is a public service announcement. Do not sit next to someone in a completely empty theater. I hate doing it when the theater's full. I'm like, ugh, do I really want to go to this movie? I have to sit next to somebody. Anyway, that's just... I just could not believe it. I really, truly could not believe it. And... Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever get over it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, we went and saw Madam Web. And so so I don't know if anybody else has been seeing all these interviews with Dakota Johnson. I don't know how you couldn't, but she, like, literally does not give a shit. She does not care. You can tell she's not interested in this movie. And I have a feeling, because she mentioned um, in an interview that when she signed on to the movie and she read the script or whatever, she's like, it needed a, a ton of work. Um and, you know, I I helped rework it or something. And anyway, she wasn't a fan of the the uh, writing, I guess. I don't know. I guess the, basically the premise of the movie. Um, I I liked the movie. I know many 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 people will not. Um, I like most movies. There's very there's not a lot of movies I really don't like. Um, I mean, I'll watch some and be like, I'll probably never watch that again. Um, but overall, I generally just like movies. And so I'm never one to like criticize too much, but if you are one of those people, I probably wouldn't see this movie (laughs) because I have a feeling it was the director's fault. Um, the, the, like the, the girls did a great job and, um, it just kind of sucks because I, it just, the movie just wasn't put together well. There was actually some parts of it that um, the evil guy, like his words weren't even matching up with his mouth movements. And I'm like, this is a Marvel movie. This is like Sony. What What is going on? And the movie's based in 2003, but it truly felt like it was made in 2003. Like that, it kind of gave like the early... Um, superhero movie vibe, um, before, you know, Marvel kind of stepped in and took it to the next level and, and made them actually look realistic and stuff like that. Um, but I just think that because Dakota says she's never even seen the movie. So I think she got into it because I was wondering why she would have signed on or done it if she literally didn't care about it because she clearly doesn't. And I think it was one of those things where you sign on and then you realize, oh, this actually is not going to be good. And I think that's kind of what she did. Someone's like, so she hasn't seen the movie. What'd she do? Just walk the carpet and then get in the car and leave? Uh, Probably. Knowing her, she probably did. But like every interview she did was so unserious. Like they asked her to name the other Spider-Man movies and she she like named one of them Spider-Man and the Goblet of Fire um, like she, uh, yeah, she's like, I've probably seen maybe 4% of all the Marvel movies put together. So I don't know the movie, it was different than I thought. Um, and I think it, they are trying to set it up for like m- multiple movies to come out. I, I don't know if that'll happen. Um, like I said, they all, they, they all did really good. But you could just tell that it just, the writing and, I don't know, it just didn't mesh well. And I, so Emma Stone, no, um, Emma Roberts is in it. And her character, I am so surprised that she chose to play that character. 
her character is someone that didn't even need to be in the movie, first of all. And um, she's in it for not even, I don't know, 15 minutes, maybe? Like, that's all. I'm like, that is a really interesting casting for that part. And I'm surprised she did it. Like, that could have been any random person from the street. So that was interesting to me. Um, yeah, I, the movie was... Okay, I'll probably watch it if it's like comes on, you know, Disney Plus or something. But this one I would recommend if you're not... If you go to the movies very rarely, um, I probably wouldn't go see this one. But if you're like me and like to go to the movies and stuff, then I would go see it. Uh, it's just interesting. And someone asked the director... Um, why i guess i can't say this because it'll give it away anyway i want to show you the other movies this guy's done and i'm like why would you keep hiring this guy okay so the writer's name is matt sazima and he he wrote um morbius and power rangers the last witch hunter he's yeah so madam web got 3.8 stars on imdb if that's saying anything i got less than morbius and i've never seen morbius but Morbius was known to be a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> and uh, do you guys remember when people were like on Twitter, like, Sony, please bring back Morbius to theaters. We promise we'll go see it because no one saw it the first time when it came out. And they actually brought it back and no one saw it. No one went and saw it, actually. <laughs> so they brought it back and literally no one saw it. And then someone's like, Sony, please, just one more time. We promise. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's pretty obvious that Dakota Johnson does not like that movie. Um, she did a good job in it. She actually learned, like, how to stunt drive, because she drives an ambulance in it, and she was on the Graham Norton show, and they, she showed her doing, um, test, like, a test track drive of her, like, I don't know, doing donuts and stuff in this car, and she's like, I think I should win an Oscar for my <laughs> stunt driving. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was, like, the commercials for this movie look so good. And they had the Billie Eilish song in the background. Um, yeah, I was, I was, it's good. And I like it. And I'll watch it again, probably. But I was expecting more. I think Sony just needs to stay out of things. Um, but I honestly, it doesn't seem like Marvel's doing very good either. So who knows? Maybe the superhero genre is just kind of needs to put, be put to rest for a while because who, oh, I saw a, um, a poll or something and, um, people are like the next Spider-Man, should it be a street level view of a Spider-Man or a multiverse? And people like, most people were like, please, I'm begging you. No more, no more multiverses, please. Like, we're, like, we're so sick of them. And I agree, that's kind of where they lost me. Just all the different worlds and stuff. I'm like, I don't, this isn't interesting to me. This is just way too confusing. I feel like I'm watching Interstellar or Oppenheimer. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Just do, like, funny lines and bad guys and cool, you know, laser, <laughs> laser beams. But, yeah. What else should we talk about today, you guys? I don't think I told you, but I was, I was sitting, I don't know, somewhere and I, it just hit me. I'm like, I never bought the magazine 
uh, Kim Kardashian was on the GQ Men of the Year magazine. The one where she is eating Cheetos. Like, in my mind, I had talked about it so much and I had posted about it so much. I thought I had it. And I realized, I don't have that magazine. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, um, what came over my mind that I did not buy that magazine? I even bought the one with Jacob Elordi on it. And it still didn't register in my mind that I hadn't (laughs) bought that magazine yet. I was so upset, you guys. I was so mad. I went to, like, several Barnes & Nobles. They were all gone, of course. Anyway, what I'm getting at, I bought two copies on eBay. And one of them has shown up. And it doesn't have any smudges or tears or anything. If you know me and you've ever been shopping with me for magazines, I literally look through each one of them. I find the one that's the least torn and tattered and I grab it. And sometimes it's the very back one. It, you know, it's just magazines are just my whole world. (laughs) They're they're everything to me. And I want to get the best of the best. So, and sometimes when I read magazines, I found out that like Vogue, they always have the longest articles, Vogue and GQ. And sometimes my hands sweat and they leave fingerprints on the cover. And so I literally hold the magazine on my, like the, what is this part like under your wrist? What is that called? The forearm? I don't know. I'll hold it like that so I don't get smudges on my uh, magazines. So if you catch me out in public and I'm wearing gloves reading a magazine, you'll just know why. Because I don't want that. I don't, like, I love being able to display all my magazines, especially the ones I love the most. And so I don't want fingerprint smudges all over it. I'm not an animal. But, yeah. So I just want to let you guys know I did get that magazine. Also, um, if any of you go to the Spanish Fork area... Um, my cousin took me to this, well, both my cousins took me to this bookstore there. It's in this, like, old house, and it's called Poppy Books and Gifts, I think. It's really cute. Each room is a different genre. So, like, there's mystery, there's the adult section for all you, uh, a court of thorns and roses hoes out there. Um, and then downstairs is, like, a giant, like, kids section, and then they have, like, a... <clears throat> nonfiction like autobiographies and stuff like that so that that's the section i would be in um anyway it's really cute like the paint colors they chose to do the way they they set it up like if you're in that area and you like to go to bookstores make sure you stop in there because it's really cute um but yeah i'm going to hawaii on friday you guys i was gonna try and batch like a episode before i left but i'm like no i'm gonna take my microphone and i'm gonna record in hawaii So, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out if I'll just do, like, a regular, you know, weekly update episode or if I'll do something different, but I'm going to take that. I'm going to take my little vlogging camera and try and get some footage. I'm trying. I'm trying to dip my toe in, you know, being an influencer, air quotes. Um, So, uh, baby steps. Like, I always get so mad at myself when I want to do something like that, like I'm like I want to I want to get good pictures or I want to do this and want to do this, and then I'm like, well, just start taking pictures. Just like stop waiting until you're ready to take a picture and just start taking pictures now. And then when you want to post a picture, you'll have pictures you can choose from. And so that's been a hurdle I'm trying to get over. 
And I just would, I like want to record tons of videos and tons of pictures just in general, because I love looking back through my camera roll and being like, oh, I forgot about this, or I remember this day. Um, I just think it's fun. I think it'll be fun, like, uh, you know, in a long time when I look back and see all this stuff I've done. I also want to start doing scrapbooking. Um, if you guys are new here, this this room I'm sitting in is it's now the podcast room. It's a room stacked to the brim with with <clears throat> uh, Chromatica Oreos, Taylor Swift popcorn buckets, Katy Perry uh, vinyls, and magazines as far as the eye can see. But it was intentionally supposed to be my mom's scrapbook room. And she used it for a while, but then they, you know, they abandoned me. So it's just me here now. And so I took over this room. Well, it's not just me. My cousin lives here too. And so now it's my podcast room. It's kind of perfect for it. Like it's downstairs, there's no windows, so it's kind of like soundproof, I guess you could say. Um, it, it, honestly, it was just like perfect. It was just meant to be, you guys. I was just meant to be a podcaster. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know how I got on that subject. Oh, scrapbooking. I do want to start doing scrapbooking. I know that's kind of a trend net right now. Um, what's her name? Amber Fillerup does it. She's one of those people that can do anything. She's like a Sydney Sweeney of the influencer world. She literally can just do stuff. Like, she's like, kind of like a Martha Stewart, too. When I watched Martha Stewart's um, masterclass, she's like, everyone always asks me, like, how do you, how'd you get this? Or where'd you get this? And she's like, well, I just made it. Like, if there's something you want and you can't find it, just make it. I'm like, Martha, that is so much easier said than done. You clearly have not watched me even try and just write my name legibly. Like, I can't just create an outfit. I can't just, you know, paint a picture that I want to hang on the wall. Um, I just think it's funny when people are like, well, we'll just, just do this, just do this. I'm like, okay, not all of us can just do stuff like that. Anyway, but I will do scrapbooking because I think it'd be fun. And just like, I don't know, maybe just do like each page is one month of that, that year. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there'll be 12 pages and, or, you know, or you could do like, both sides of that open page or whatever. Does that make any sense? <laughs> so you have two pages for each month. Um, and just do like the highlights of that month, like the movies I went to, you know, the trips I went on, uh, just like the little fun dinners I went with my friends. Um, and maybe just like a short paragraph of what I learned that month or something. I don't know. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be fun. Um, I don't know. I have high hopes for this podcast. I really do. And I appreciate all of you that listen. It's really fun for me to do. And it's fun when people, you know, come up and talk to me about it or message me about it. Um, and I can see it going places, you guys. I can see us going places. So just, you know, stick with me and, and we'll go places. <laughs> but eventually I would like this to be kind of like my full-time gig, um, I would love, I, as much as I love my job, I really, really, really love my job. I am really tired of working, um, six days a week. So I would love to just be able to dedicate, you know, three, three or four days to preparing for the podcast episodes. I'd like to be able to maybe do two episodes a week, you know, like one, maybe deep dive and one just regular, like weekly roundup. Cause I don't know, like, when I'm, you know, writing things down to talk about, I'm like, I wonder if, like, there'll be enough stuff happening 
that um, I'll be able to like fill an episode. There's so much stuff that happens, you guys. Like each week, there's so much stuff. So I feel like I miss a lot of things, um, but I feel like I try and hit on the main points, or just I guess just the points that I like to <laughs> that I like to talk about. So anyway, I am just gonna keep doing this. This is our 26th episode, you guys. 26. That's so crazy. It feels like I just started. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just going to keep going with this, keep doing it, keep doing little adjustments and changes until it kind of, you know, becomes perfect in my mind. And yeah, um, I'll try my best to be better about explaining who people are too. Like people are always like, well, you talked about this person that your podcast, who is that? I'm like, you don't know who that is. It's like, (laughs) So in my mind, I know who everyone is, so I, I shouldn't assume that everybody else knows what, who everyone is. So I will try my best to explain like, oh, this person's in this movie, or they're married to this person, or, you know, they're on this show, um, or they sing this song, it's like stuff like that, instead of just glossing over, because, um, you know, this is my calculus, you guys. This is my, like, this is my Oppenheimer. <laughs> this is my atomic bomb. This is where I shine, where I thrive. But... Yeah, anyway, um, Paris Hilton turned 43 on Saturday. Let me get my little notebook out. She turned 43 on Saturday. Um, and you probably would never be able to tell. It's so weird. Like, I don't I don't picture her or Kim Kardashian in their 40s. I just really don't. Um, but they are, and they don't look like it. But, I mean, I guess when you have a billion dollars, it, it's not that difficult to look young. <laughs> Um, Paris Hilton has a net worth of $350 million, which is crazy. And supposedly I read somewhere that her, her, so Paris Hilton obviously is the great, is it the great, great granddaughter of Conrad Hilton, who started Hilton Hotels. The family doesn't own it anymore. They sold it to someone else. Um, I don't know, like 10 or 20 years ago. Um, but apparently her grandpa, Conrad, no, sorry, Baron. Um, I don't know if I believe this or not because she said she had a really good relationship with her grandpa, but it said that he reworked his will um, because he was embarrassed of how his family was acting, how the girls were acting. And so instead of them splitting four and a half billion dollars, they all got to split 190 million or something. And he gave like 90 something percent away to charity. Um, so in the end, they each got like four and a half million dollars or something, but that, yeah, I don't know. I think Paris showed that she was capable of doing more because she obviously turned that money into even more money. She has like 19, um, perfume fragrances and they've sold like two and a half billion dollars to date. So she knows how to make money. She's like a DJ. She is a singer. Um, she does all kinds of things. She invests in like, I don't know, all those. Is cryptocurrency even a thing anymore? Or is that like a dead? I never understood that. Um, yeah, so I, I just love Paris Hilton. She's like so nice. And I've heard she's like the nicest celebrity people have met. And she, I, I think I've already talked about this, but Kim said that's how she kind of learned how to be famous and navigate fans and paparazzi. She's like, Paris would never yell at anybody. She would never say no to a picture. 
She was always polite. She's like, I really learned a lot from her. Um, she, I don't know if anybody knew this, but she went to a school here in Utah in Provo and it was for troubled teens. And she was like really like abused. And, um, she called her parents finally and said, you need to get me out of here. And they're like, no, no, we're not doing that. You need to stay there. And she's like, if you don't get me out of here right now, when I turn 18, I'm leaving this place and I'm writing a tell all book. And then the parent, her parents came and picked her up. But she never talked about that until two or three years ago in her documentary on YouTube. And uh, anyway, no one ever knew. And that's kind of where she created the Paris Hilton persona that you see. Like you'll hear her talk in her baby voice. And then sometimes you'll hear her talk in her regular voice. And she created the Paris Hilton social light that we know today. And that's how she coped. And that's how she, she became successful. Um, but it's really sad. So she joined a partner or partnered with this organization called Breaking Code Silence, which helps kids in like abusive, uh, schools like that. And she actually comes to Utah quite a bit to the Capitol to, um, try and advocate for new laws being passed and stricter laws and, um, just making sure that kids in those places are, you know, treated well and the people that are running it aren't, you know, abusing them. So, yeah. Uh, what else? What else should I tell you about Paris Hilton? If you guys watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, her aunt is Kyle Richards. And if you watched Beverly Hills before, like, several years ago, I guess Kim's still on it every now and then, but Kim is also her aunt. Her Kim and Kyle and Kathy are all sisters, and Kathy is Paris's mom. So, Paris Hilton has five iPhones. Did you know that? She has one for Europe, one for her friends, one for business, I think. How many is that? Three? Um, I don't know why she has five. She's explained it once, and then one is specifically for fans when they ask her for her number. She's too, um, she feels too bad when she tells people no. So, she has an uh, iPhone just to give fans her number. And she said one time she had a fan sleep in her house because they had nowhere else to go and they let she just let them sleep in her house. So, I don't know. I just like her. And she's, like, thriving right now. She's got her two little kids. Her daughter's name is London. Um, her son's name is Phoenix. So, she just seems happy. Her show's really good on Peacock, too. I need to keep watching it. I've only seen a few episodes, but um, it's called Paris and Love. And it's really good. I like it. I think the new season's streaming right now. So if that's something you want to watch, go and watch it. It's one of those, it's just an easy kind of show to watch. It's not, it's not stressful. It's kind of one, if you want to turn on and just have in the background, it's a good one. So anyway, did you guys hear Katy Perry's leaving American Idol after seven years? The first episode of the seventh season. Well, is it the seventh season? Or do they keep going after Fox bought them? Or no, ABC bought them. But ABC owns Fox, so it doesn't really matter. Um, the first episode started last night, but this is her last season. And she, they're like, she was on Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, why are you leaving? And she's like, I feel like I've um, reached the hearts of America. And now it's kind of time to branch out again on my own and do my own thing. And she keeps hinting at new music, which I am so excited for. Uh, I hope she calls Max Martin, that producer I talked about last week, because um, 
he knows how to make hit music. So please, 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 Katy Perry, I really hope you <laughs> partnered up with him again. Um, but the I'm we're, everyone is guessing the theme is butterflies because she always posts butterfly stuff. Her dress she was wearing the other night had a butterfly on it. Um, in her captions, she always puts a butterfly emoji. Um, and the very last show in Vegas, um, at the end, she usually did like um, confetti hearts that would drop from the ceiling. And, and the very last show was confetti. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was either that or on the screen. It was confetti uh, butterflies. So... Everyone's assuming it's something Butterfly-themed, which I think Olivia Rodrigo's newest album was Butterfly-themed. It's kind of interesting when that happens, like, similar things happen at the same time. And I really do think it's all a coincidence. Because, like, when Roar came out, the song Brave also came out, and it sounded a lot alike. And the lady that wrote it, or helped write Roar, was asked that, and they're like, um, why does it sound so similar? She's like, I honestly don't even know. It just happened the same exact time. It's just interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it more than how I'm trying to explain it right now. <laughs> so let's move on. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about? What else do you guys want to talk about? Oh, Katy Perry's performing in Rock and Rio um, on September 20th. It's like one of the biggest festivals of all time. Um, the show has like 250,000 people that go and see it throughout the, I think it's like three days, and it's shown in over 60 countries on TV. So I guess if you want to get your name out there and exposure, that's a good place to be able to go to. Uh, speaking of exposure, the Super Bowl was the most watched telecast in U.S. history since the moon landing. It had 123.7 million viewers. Um, it was good. I liked it. Uh I wonder if the halftime show got the same amount of views, because still Katy Perry is the highest watched uh, halftime show of all time. People are trying to say Rihanna is, and that could be true. I think it's really close, but Katy Perry has held the record for a long time, rightfully so. Um, and it was shown to, oh, the moon landing in 1969. <laughs> it seemed like it was a lot longer ago than that. And I was wondering, why haven't we gone back? Have we gone back? And is it just not that big of a deal anymore? Like, it's been so long and we haven't even tried to go back. What was the point of going in the first place? Like, did we even, like, get anything or do anything? Or we just wanted to be first? I, I Maybe they got there and realized there's really nothing here for us of any monetary value. So we're not going to go back. I just think it's so weird they made this huge, huge, huge deal. And then we kind of just don't really even talk about it anymore. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, that was watched by 125 to 150 million people in America and 650 million people worldwide. That is so many people. That is a lot of people. Um, that's like double the amount of America. Crazy to think. But back in that day, I wonder how many people were in America in 1969. Let's do a quick Google and find out. My mom's going to get mad at me for not knowing this answer. <laughs> How many people, people, were in America, America, in 1969? Um, the total popula population residing in the United States, excluding armed forces, 
was about 203 million people um, on September 1st, 1969. Interesting. My cousin and I were talking the other day about, um, let's see, my grandma, she was born in, oof, when was my grandma born? 19, let's see, world population in, we'll just do my other grandma. 1936. 1636? No, 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 no. Uh, let's see. 2.2 billion people in 1937. That's not what I googled, but... Um, and now, how many people are there? Eight? Eight billion? How many people are in the world? The closest that shows up is 2022, 7.95 billion people. That is a lot of people just in my, my grandma's lifetime that the world has now. That is so crazy, you guys. That is not sustainable. I'm so sorry. That is not a good thing in my mind. But I digress. Let's talk about celebrities. Um, oh, did you guys hear Usher got married in Vegas? Um it set on to 11, which I think that was the Super Bowl, right? Was that the day of the Super Bowl? Um, yeah, he got married to his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer. I didn't write it on her last name because <laughs> there's no way I'd be able to pronounce that. And I don't feel bad about that coming from someone who people could never pronounce my last name. So um, I hope she doesn't take offense to that because I know she's listening. Um, and they have two kids together. And just wait till you hear these names. Um, a daughter named Sovereign Bow and a son named Sire Castrello. And then he has two other sons with um, his ex-wife, Usher V. And, wow, my handwriting is terrible, you guys. And Nav Navid with his ex-wife. Interesting. Um, yeah, he got married to her um, at one of those little chapel things. And his mom was the witness I guess do you have to have a witness like couldn't the person marrying you be your witness I don't know interesting would you guys get married in Vegas I don't know I go back and forth I'm probably never getting married so I just need to say that firstly but I would want an actual wedding I know some people don't like that and they're not interested in that which is totally fine but there's just something about an actual wedding that sounds fun um but some people would rather go to Vegas and get married like that, or just the courthouse, or not get married at all. It's just interesting people's different perspectives on things. Like some people, weddings are the most important thing in their whole life. And others, it's like, eh, I'm okay with just whatever. But I feel like in Utah, Utah weddings are so much different than the rest of the world. Um, it's just... I don't know, it's just, I mean, it's just the culture, and uh, for sure, like, just the fact that people get married so, so young here, and they don't have the money to have these big, lavish weddings, plus the wedding actual ceremony is much different, because you go into the temple and get married here, most people, I'm not saying everybody, um, and so, like, you don't have, like, an actual ceremony to go sit down at, not saying I've never been to a wedding with a ceremony here in Utah, I have, but it's very rare. It is not like what you see on the movies. Um, 
I mean, most of you listening here are from Utah, so you know what I'm talking about, but yeah, um, I think I would want to have a big, nice, fancy wedding. I do. I know everyone's like, why would you want to waste all that money on a, on just one day? And I'm like, well, you're right, but it'd be fun. And who knows? Probably right now I would say no because I literally have no money. <laughs> I've never been more poor in my entire life. Um, but if you're like, you know, the rest of America and you get married in your like mid thirties or something, you're usually kind of established and have money and all that kind of thing. So why not? Why not go all out and just have a fun celebration with your friends and stuff? I don't know. A destination wedding would seem fun too, but that's just so much pressure to put on people. Um, I wouldn't expect anyone to come to a destination wedding because that's just, I don't know, that's just kind of rude to assume that people, first of all, will buy like bridesmaids dresses. Like you should, you should be paying for that. You should be paying for all of that stuff. Um, I don't think anybody should be left holding the bag of buying all these things. I just think it's weird when people make people do that. Um, and if you, I don't know, I don't know. Is, is it common to have like 12 bridesmaids in other, in other States? I feel like in Utah, there's so many bridesmaids, uh, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but I think a lot of them end up being family because everyone has so many siblings here, but Oh, well, uh, I don't know why we're even talking. Oh, we're talking about Usher, huh? Yeah, so Usher is married, you guys. Congratulations to him. Um, so I wasn't aware of this, but Kate Hudson was in Home Alone 2. They said she made a cameo, but is that really a cameo? Aren't, isn't a cameo someone who's like already famous? Was she famous back then? I guess she might have been. Maybe she was. Anyway, Kate Hudson is um, Goldie Hawn's daughter and Kurt Russell's stepdaughter. I actually don't think Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are married. Um, anyway, uh, she was in Home Alone 2. She said she was like in the in the choir or something. And she's like, I still get residuals from that from that show, that movie. And the, the article um, made it sound like she got a lot. It was like... Uh, or click on the link to see the outrageous um, residual checks she gets from that movie still. And I was like, wow, I can't imagine she's getting a lot from it. She says she gets 10 cents every now and then. I'm like, how is that even worth sending out? Like, I don't understand that. Like, I would just maybe put an end cap on things and be like, no, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you can't do that because what if the show becomes popular again? What if it has like a resurgence like suits and then the residuals go like skyrocket. So, I mean, obviously people in the industry know what they're doing. Like they should be listening to me, um, give business advice, but I don't, I just don't even like someone said during that whole writer strike thing, actor strike that, uh, they got a check for $0. I'm like, why would you even send the check then? Like and a lot of people were like, the most of my checks that I get are um, less than what it costs to to buy the stamp to send it. So I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And doesn't don't people have like direct deposit now? Like why do they have to be a check? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Selena Gomez has a new song coming out. She says her new album. 
the, sorry, the new song is called Love On. comes out this Thursday night. She says the new album has no sad songs on it. It's all, like, happy, fun songs. Um, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't like her boyfriend. He he bugs. He's not very nice, first of all. He was trolling um, Hailey Bieber the other day. Uh, and he did something else. Not recently, but he, he made fun of somebody else. Oh, he made fun of Selena. <laughs> he made fun of Selena Gomez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't like him. And it's not just because I don't find him attractive. Um, I, I just don't, I don't get a good vibe from him. He seems, um, kind of stuck up, like kind of, uh, I don't know. I just it, look at videos of him. I don't, I just don't see it. Uh, anyway, that wasn't even what I was trying to talk about. <laughs> I just wanted to put my input on that. Um, she also said that this is probably her last album, and she wants to focus on acting, which I don't mind Selena Gomez's albums, but she is like the queen of singles. She puts out such good singles, and I think she should just stick to that, because we like we all know at this point she doesn't like to perform. She's made that very clear. She canceled her tour. I think the last tour she went on was her um, revival tour, which had the song Good For You on it. That was like 2000. 15 I think 2014 and she canceled it halfway through and I don't think she's been on a tour since and she really doesn't sing she's maybe sang at two or three award shows since then like I she doesn't enjoy it and I would just rather her put out singles with like these DJs or you know every once in a while um because that's what she's good at. Like, Wolves, are you kidding me? Wolves, and I know Fetish was kind of supposed to be on her album. Actually, it wasn't. Fetish is one of the best songs, in my opinion, of all time. I love that song so much. Um, it Ain't Me with, with Kygo. Uh, what else? What other songs is she on? Uh, yeah, I just think she should just do that. If she doesn't want to do albums, like, no one's pressuring you to do an album. I mean, I'm not. I'm sure there are a lot of people. But... Yeah, I think you, because she probably makes so much money from those. Like, all those songs have close to or over a billion streams on Spotify alone. So, I don't know. In my opinion, I would just do that. But, um, apparently Molly, she's in, so, let me see. Selena Gomez is in Only Murders in the Building. And apparently Molly Shannon is joining the cast of Only Murders in the Building Season 4, which I'm super excited about. She's supposed to be, like, this high-powered, like, L.A. businesswoman who, like, uh, gets really into New York investigation, New York crime and investigation. And so she, and what I'm guessing is she comes and finds them and wants to help solve, like, murders and stuff. And so Molly Shannon is one of the funniest people I've ever you know, seen on TV. And if you haven't read her book, you should. Um, actually, you should listen to it because she narrates it and she does such a good job. She's like she, the best person to read an audiobook because she's so excited and she loves it and she gets a thrill from it and she does like voices and all this kind of stuff. So her, her childhood was really, really rough and it's really sad, but you should listen to the book because it's really good. Um, what is it even called? Hello, Molly? I think it's called Hello, Molly. You should listen to it. I liked it a lot. <sighs> what else, you guys? What else do you want to talk about? Doja Cat is apparently releasing a deluxe 
album to Scarlet. It's called um, S2 Claude Frollo. <laughs> and the guy's like, um, Miss, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Claude Frollo the evil guy from Hunchback of Notre Dame? And she's like, yes. <laughs> she's like, yes, it is. And he's like, oh, um, so what, uh, what is the similarities? She's like, well, he, he, uh, is someone who has got caught up in his own power and he's just like, takes advantage of the power that he has. And it just reminds me of a lot of people in the music industry. And so that's what it's called. She said, although this album isn't as angry as the last one. And I'm like, well, so why didn't you name the last one, Claude Frollo, if this one's not as angry as, as the first one? Because she wasn't playing around when she sang Demons. Like, that song is so good, you guys. And I'm not the biggest Doja Cat fan, because she's not nice to her fans, but um, that song is good. Uh, and Agora Hills is good. Uh, Paint the Town Red is good. I don't. I think that's the only songs I know of that album. But yeah, so uh, I don't know when it comes out, but she said soon. I think. So, anyway, um, I don't know if we talked about. I know we've talked about the Met Gala, but the co. So each year they have chair chairman of the Met Gala, and it's just famous people. Um, this year's is Zendaya, Jennifer Lopez, Bad Bunny, and Chris Hemsworth, and. They did kind of like a, I don't know, an ad or something where they were all in a text chain together talking about the theme of this year. And the theme is the Garden of Time, basically just about flowers, uh, flowers. Um, there was some way they explained it, just an abundance of flowers, I think. Uh, so, yeah, that is what's going to be the Met Gala, you guys. And it's the first Monday in May. So I will be watching. You all should too. Um, I don't think they've announced the guest list, but I guarantee you Katy Perry will be there this year. I don't know. Maybe she won't. Because American Idol... Isn't American Idol Sunday nights and Monday nights? I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think there's a time when they are two nights in a row. Um... I hope she goes, because she does a good job all the time. I hope Rihanna goes. I hope the Kardashians go. Um, Zendaya, well, obviously she'll be there. She's a co-chair. Um, who else does a really good job? Blake Lively. Oh, wouldn't it be so amazing if Taylor showed up this year again? That would be awesome. She's probably on tour somewhere, though, at that time. But it's shortly after um, Trouble Poets Department comes out. So, um, maybe. Maybe we can expect to see her there um shakira is going to come out with a new album you guys i'm not even going to try and pronounce this because it's in spanish <laughs> my friend Isabel would come after me if i tried to um anyways in english it means women don't cry anymore i think i put woman don't cry anymore i don't know if i meant to put that but this is her 12th album did you guys know that i had no idea and she hasn't released an album for seven years i'm like where <laughs> How many albums did you put out before that? 11 albums. Um, I don't even know how old she is. Anyway. Yeah. That's all I have for you guys this week. Um, there was something I was going to talk about the Super Bowl. I was going to talk about the Super Bowl for some reason. I don't know. Uh, I guess people... 
Oh, I do want to talk about this. Um, I'm just going to go briefly over it because it's really sad. But it's so sad that we can't go anywhere anymore without fear of getting shot. Um, like everyone was so excited to celebrate that parade in Kansas City. And of course, someone got shot. Like that is so upsetting to me. Um, it just, like, And it's just so normal. It's so normal to us now. Like it doesn't even, it doesn't really phase us as much as it used to, which is so sad. Um, I don't know. I just wish Congress would at least act like they cared and were trying to do something, or people, you know, were just kinder to each other. I I don't really know how to how what would solve this this issue that we have, but uh, it's just really sad that um. We have to be afraid going to do things that we love. Like when Ariana Grande's concert was literally bombed. Um, uh, the, when you go to movie theaters and you have to fear someone, you know, like in the Batman movie, someone shooting people. Uh, I guess I should put a trigger warning on this, but oh well. Um, yeah, anyway, the, the poor girl that died, she had to go fund me and Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to it. And then shortly after, Travis Kelsey's um, foundation or charity or whatever donated another $100,000. I'm like, that is just so sad. Like, that is so nice of them to do that, but that's not going to bring back that, that lady's life. Um, yeah, I don't know. And from what I heard, it was like an altercation between two people. And then, and then they got shot. But I'm like, why would you shoot other people? If you were in a fight with one person, I don't know. I personally don't think people need to have guns with them, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I know a lot of people think differently. Um, and I definitely do not think people need uh, machine guns. That That is something that no civilian ever needs. Sorry, not sorry, but... Uh, what can I talk about to lighten the mood again? <laughs> if you guys are still sleeping on Brittany Broski, you need to stop. I, so I was at work the other day, it was on Saturday, and I was listening to, <laughs> I was listening to her latest podcast, and she gets high and talks about the seven deadly sins, and I'm sitting at the computer, and it's just me and my department on Saturdays, afternoons usually, but, like, there are people that, like, walk, you know, around, and... <laughs> I was crying, laughing. I was trying so hard. I was like, I really hope no one comes over here because there will be literally tears streaming down my face. She is the funniest person I have ever witnessed in my life. She is so, her voices that she does, her, <laughs> her characters, just the way that she can talk about so much stuff and make it interesting. I feel like when I talk, it's just like monotone, like nothing exciting, like, but she just makes everything funny, and she's so smart, like, I don't know, I feel like if you are, like, a comedian or a funny person, I don't think people realize you have to be actually pretty smart, you have to be quick on your feet, you have to know a lot about a lot of different subjects, a lot of different topics, um, and she's so good at it, you guys, you need to listen to her podcast, I just think she is, like, the greatest person alive, you guys, I'm sorry, I think that I do. I do. Uh, anyway, I've never run out of time. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I've never been 
this short on time for a while, you guys. Usually it's over an hour, but I think this is it for me. Um, oh, no, I want to talk about the Dune movie premiere. Did you guys see everyone's outfits? Um, Zendaya's, most mostly. I just want to talk about that. She looked like this kind of like cyborg robot. Uh, oh, I also want to... So, sorry, I'm, my brain skips ahead so far. Okay, so I posted, if you want to see the picture I'm talking about, it's on my story currently. You can go watch it. I think it's still on there for a few more hours. But the story I had before that, I am aware that I spelled the sentence wrong. It was supposed to say, make sure you tell everyone about, or no, make sure you check out my latest podcast episode. And I check it yesterday morning, and it said, make she, you check out my new podcast episode. I am aware, you guys, and yes, I look like a dumb idiot, but I I swear when I um, spell check things, it just looks right, and then I'll go back like hours later, and I'm like, that is wrong, and I'm like, I can't delete it at this point, it's been up for 20 hours, like, <laughs> surely people have seen it, it's just so embarrassing, like, I, I know how to spell, and I want people to know that I know how to spell, um, and I even like triple check my spelling sometimes. Apparently not that time. But I also blame um, spell check too. Because I've got two phones. And so one phone does super spell check and one doesn't as much. And so I get used to one instead of the other. And like my iPhone, I swear it corrects the most random things. I'm like, no, I don't want it to change to that. Why would I want it to change to that? And, um, like when I do the swipe thing, what was I trying to spell the other day? I was trying to spell sure or something and I spelled shift. I'm like, that's not even close to what I wanted to spell. Like, so anyway, that is my frustration with having two phones is <laughs> you get used to one more than the other. Uh, but yes, I am aware I spelled that wrong. Um, anyway, Zendaya looked really good. They all looked good, honestly, but Zendaya is for sure the one that stood out the most this movie, you know, so not this Friday, but next Friday is when that movie comes out, Dune Part 2. Actually, maybe that's what I'll watch in Hawaii. I need to watch the first one again. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's good. Like, the sound is good. The The visuals are good. The outfits are good. Um, and the cast. Don't even start on the cast. Like, just the whole thing is so good. Anyway, this is me signing out. Wait, who was that one lady? Hang on. Attention Walmart, this is Dale Lewis, 10-year associate, Morris, Illinois, 844, signing out, good night. Did you guys see that on TikTok? It went viral. I actually watched the whole video, though. It's kind of sad. She's, like, crying. She's like, these people are my family, but I'm on to bigger and better things. I'm like, oh, that's actually pretty sad, but I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if that was her idea or if that was one of the other associates. Attention everybody, this is Casey Kajanis, uh, 26 episodes of I'm on the phone with KCK, um, I'm signing out, I will see you next week from the Aloha State. Hi, it's me again, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Casey underscore K, or I'm on the phone with KCK, and just go ahead and like everything that I've ever posted, just kidding, but like everything from now on, thanks, love you, bye! <laughs>